2: Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, April 23rd, 2022. In this woke society we live in, people get offended by everything. Whatever happened, the sticks and stones will break my bones, but names will never hurt me especially a cigar name, but today we reveal the top 25 most offensive cigar brands. Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority.
3: And you are listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 13th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcasts by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand.
2: At any time. At any
3: time, or our <laughs> daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Did I you a little, just have a stroke? I just glitched for a second. A <laughs> <The> mini stroke. <laughs> at any time. All of a sudden, the sentence didn't make sense. I don't know why. Yikes.
2: Imagine mm. correcting it after all this time, like a misspelling that was on the screen for like years, whatever. Um, oh, that could never happen No, it's impossible Alright, we're going to light up our first cigar of the day Barry, what do we have here?
4: Today's first cigar is the HVC Black Friday And it's manufactured in Nicaragua By HVC Cigars The size is 4 3 8 By 54 And it features a Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper Over Nicaraguan binders and fillers It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime And a single will set you back nine sixty-nine If you can find it why a box of fifty is four twenty seven ninety nine, which comes out to just eight fifty five per cigar. That's a savings of almost fifty seven dollars or twelve percent off the box price on two And if you're too far away from a brick and mortar that carries it, try two That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Well
5: a fifty count on a not inexpensive cigar is a big ask. Big ass. What was that? Almost 500 bucks?
4: Yeah, 427.99. $427.99. Yep.
5: That's an expensive box, yep. but a lot of them.
4: Yep,
2: 50 And, it, in and it.
4: that's always been his thing to do the Black Friday in these 50 count boxes. Mm. If it made him
2: 20, he'd probably sell through of them a lot quicker. Yeah. Anyway, I save these for this particular show because people may be offended by the name of Black Friday, not understanding what Black Friday means, including Renee Lorenzo, who I said, You know why it's Black Friday? He said, It's the day before, day after Thanksgiving mm-hmm. when people go shopping. I said, Well, why would it be called Black Friday then? And he goes, You know, I don't know. Yet he made a brand <laughs> called Black Friday. And the reason is that Pam's out here and she's a finance girl that understands the company. That typically goes from red owing money to black being in the positive happens on that particular day. Dave,
5: are you supposed to say finance girl or girl, finance
3: woman
2: person woman? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This, this this society is not working for me. <laughs> I don't think we I can don't... repeat the words she said. It was okay to call her. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying that on the air. But she can say whatever she wants, which is okay with me. But <laughs> also, we have. Africans from Kenya, Africa that are here mm-hmm. and said, oh, this day is our day. And I said, no, it is not. Because <laughs> it has nothing to do with they have black skin.
3: No, nothing.
2: And it has to do with its companies going from the red to black, negative to positive, And black is a positive when it comes to finance. It's just a color. It has nothing to do with anything else. But people are turning everything into, they don't want to call things what they're called because somebody may be offended by it. So there's lots of offense going on over here. I'm trying to hopefully put an end to it today as we go through the top Mm. 25 most offensive cigar brand names. And honestly, none of them offend me. But we're going to go through them anyway. I think we picked out what we had to pick. Right now, we picked a cigar. It's the Black Friday HVC, and it's time to cut it. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all others were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence.
3: So as promised in uh, the MeWe chats, Charlie Pateras came up drove up from Tennessee yes just to see us it had nothing to do with any family anything he no, only no. only came to see us
2: it's and he brought us some see. jerky brought us jerky are you offended by that Bison. I brought you jerky Bison the first jerky. calling you something
3: the first thing Barry did was put one of those meat sticks in his mouth the mm-hmm. first thing he did
2: Jonathan was sweating and I, I saw Jonathan reading the directions on it. Or <laughs> the ingredients. Same thing.
3: There's nothing bad in them.
2: Yeah? So you'll eat one.
5: I might. Hey, Dave, my monthly cigar says everyone is too fucking PC.
2: He's fucking good coffee. <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. And it's 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 a little fun gesture. It has an awesome logo. and It's, it's fucking it's, great. Yeah. But maybe people are offended by it. I don't know. I'm gonna get to a lot of offensive things. So Mr. (laughs) Jonathan apologizes to everybody out there in advance of what's going on. I'm not apologizing for a damn thing. Yeah, because I gotta listen. We have a problem with the apologizing. We're
3: telling you at the (laughs) beginning that this show is going to be offensive. If you have small children, don't have them, don't play this in front of them. You've been warned.
2: If the, you if have the small show, children, what are you doing listening <laughs> to the Cigar Authority with your small it children? It happens. They're not liking it anyway. Or maybe the, the kids
3: are in the other room and you're watching it and, and it, it it could get a little raunchy today. So just yeah. know that and listen in your headphones. Yeah,
4: Rudy has to mute the asylum segment with his kids uh, all around. All
2: right. Well mm-hmm. buds? You, no, you say to the kids yeah. earmuffs and then ear they muffs? cover their own ears. Okay. And, and you know as a kid you would have listened to all the more, right? now, you're Oh, really of course. Yeah, you don't
3: cover them. You just got to <laughs> yeah. put a little hole in there. And, and
2: stop paying attention. <laughs> Let's light it.
3: We're going to light our cigar today with the Lotus Monarch. Lotus Monarch features double action. The user must flip the top, which, by the way, doubles as a cigar rest. Press the button. Four jets come alive, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, flip out bullet punch and easy adjustment all for the low price of 39.99 that is the monarch by lotus
5: so jonathan just for clarification if you're using it as a cigar rest you want to take the cigar off before you flip
3: the top well otherwise how would you get your your cigar to light mm-hmm. unless you had it on the rest and you used a different lighter <laughs> to light it that may oh which for this activity, I'm using the Vertigo Cyclone. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I'm going to light my cigar, and I'm going to bring. twelve
2: ninety ninety nine, two for twenty.
3: <laughs> I'm going to bring the Monarch lighter oh, as the cigar rests. Oh, can rest he do up. this?
2: No, he's using it. Look at that.
3: Huh?
4: You took it like a champ. He
2: did.
3: <laughs> I'm a trained professional, though. Don't try that at home. No.
2: All right. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. Child's expression said in order to show people that they cannot be hurt by unpleasant things that are said to them. We teach our children these things when they're little to make them strong and be able to handle what's coming up in life ahead of them. Obviously, there's a whole generation that has, has missed this step or not taught their child properly because people are being offended by words more than ever. Sticks and stones may break my bones in a response to an insult implying that you might be hurt, able to hurt me, but physical force, but not in your insults. You can hurt me physically, but you can't say something and end up hurting me. It's impossible. Words can't hurt me, or by a word or phrase or a document that you are likely to disagree with. So I disagree with that article I just read. I'm not hurt by it. I just disagree with it. Those words cannot harm you. But in today's woke society, whatever that means, apparently people are now hurt by words, not physically, but offended by them. Their feelings are hurt by the words that we're about to talk about. We today. didn't have
5: feelings in our day. We right? weren't allowed
2: to. No. No. Feelings. I never got any. No, either. you go to sleep and you cry in your sleep, or you go in the shower <laughs> and you close the door. And if if, if if need be,
3: if you get the water hot enough too, you don't end up with a puffy eye syndrome yeah. afterwards. <laughs> it's great. Or the other trick is cold water right at the end. I mean, all the swelling goes yeah, down. You right. get your mitochondria firing. You feel warm.
5: Do I have those mitochondria? Oh
3: yeah. And you also, you also don't sweat after the shower. It's a great way to sh- kind of make the shower
2: take. Seal everything Yeah, seal it is. So offensive. Cause somebody to feel deeply hurt, upset, or angry. Offensive. Causing intense displeasure, disgust, or resentment. Hmm. Behavior or language that is sexually offensive. Or offensive or very impolite words or phrases. Rude words. And who's to determine what a rude word is? Society. One of the short words considered rude or offensive by most people. Most people. Angry, offensive comments. Formal, insulting language or swearing. Showing the lack of respect for God or people's religious beliefs. Words that you can use in anger, annoyed, annoyed or upset that might offend people. A word that p- that people use when they swear that have a lot of people considered offensive. Could not be the swear word, but a word connected to it. Right?
3: I'm trying to think of an example.
2: Wicked. Wicked? You're a wicked asshole. Uh. <laughs> Wait, were you just calling me an asshole right there? Or were offensive? you using that yes. as a, an example? Offensive words should be avoided, according to Christina Hensley of Throughline. Can we get a spelling on that last name? H E N N. I'm kidding. i
5: But, Dave, is that the thing you and I were looking at where she has alternative words? Yes. And some of them didn't seem. Like they were any less offensive to somebody prone to uh, Listen, offense. I don't
2: have an, a problem with any of the offensive words right. I'm about to talk about today. Do not offend me in any way. But these especially, and these are her top ones, mom and dad. We'll start with mom and dad. Yes, mom and dad. The better words are parents. Partner or spouse, but not mom and dad. Who would be offended by mom and dad? Apparently somebody maybe that didn't have a mom and dad and their parents could be somebody other than their mom and dad.
5: Somebody who had two dads?
2: I don't know. But mom and dad, we should not be using anymore. I will continue to use them. Mm -hmm. Uh, He or she. You can use he, him, or she, her to describe individuals who identify with those pronouns. However... Plural pronouns such as they, them, or their are better. For who? No, they. Imagine. Plural
5: pronouns for a singular person is what we're coming to. Yes. I'm grammatically offended.
2: You should be. You you have a master's degree in English, and here we are using a plural for a singular, right? Blacklist. Where's the problem there? It has a cultural significance to allow or limit access to a system or network, allow or deny, or include or exclude are better choices. I thought they were going to go with the racist thing there, but no, they switched it up mm. on me. They need to be more uh, include or exclude as opposed to blacklist negative
5: and the great sammy b was saying this morning he keeps saying master bedroom
2: but you're not supposed to say that anymore correct that's my next one that's right up there really it is i don't even have the all right so (laughs) he is in construction and if he does work on a certain point of the house they may say yeah primary work work on the basement or go to the master bedroom he goes to the master bedroom and there you are mr jonathan Primary. I've had
3: the conversation with him many times. <laughs> it's annoying.
2: Primary would be the prime bedroom, and who's to say that is the prime? But primary, well, who's to say it's the master bedroom? Secondary. What if I like sleeping in the smaller room? There we go. Parent or child's room, but then you'd...
3: Um, no, parent's okay. You can't say mom or dad.
2: Okay, parent is okay. <laughs> I was going to say... Stick to the script you, you here. You saw where I was there, yeah, but I looking think- at it. I could
3: see you were getting tripped up.
2: So we're hearing from the peanut gallery right now. Ah, that term is described as the cheap seats in a theater, the peanut gallery. However, it is also used to describe the upper balcony seats in segregated theaters,
4: Hmm.
2: which hasn't been around for 100 years, but let's assume there was segregated theaters. They called that, apparently, the peanut gallery, which nobody would know because there's nobody around when that ended up happening, but...
3: I mean, I think you should avoid that term anyways because it sounds too much like penis gallery.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: That's a good point. Especially the way Barry pronounces yeah, anybody, it. Anybody yeah. doesn't
2: have to avoid anything they don't want Why to avoid,
6: Jonathan.
2: <laughs> so what's the far better word than peanut gallery Put if, these if you're going to say in that mouth. area? <laughs> Popcorn gallery? Hecklers.
3: You're assuming that they're
2: heckling. Correct. Hecklers yeah. usually are sitting in the front row. Yeah. In a comedy club. They're not far in the back, although it's happened, but yeah. I think those are those are the Frady Cat hecklers. When there. I was
5: with Jonathan in his pink suit, I think he was heckling uh, from the front from right. row. It was purple. Remember the, right. <laughs> remember the two
2: the two women that were sitting on the oh, Joey and Eddie show that yeah. they were hecklers. Oh yeah. They sat right in front. Grandfathered or grandfather claws. We say it all the time in the cigar industry because it's actually written in there mm-hmm. that there's a grandfather clause of it. Well, a Massachusetts appeal court, so this is recently, recognized it as racist. The phrase originally preferred to laws adopted by states in the southern U.S. after the Civil War, which created barriers for African American voters. So apparently, something was said then and used the term once there, but that's not what anybody means because nobody even knew that until I just read it to you.
3: Well, the, like the F word, the F word is considered offensive now. But if you said the letters that it meant, which is for unlawful carnal knowledge, nobody would have a problem with it. But you're not going to say for unlawful carnal knowledge, you yes. say the F word. And the F word is the thing that's now offensive, but they would write it so that they didn't have the offensive wording or terminology up on the, the stockade while somebody was there for doing that. Yeah. How did they find out about it? That's what I'm. Uh, that's an activity that should be behind closed doors.
7: That's no, a
3: good point. No, no. How do you find out about it? Get convicted? Where's the evidence? Uh, yeah. yeah, they didn't have video
4: in those days. Right. Yeah, somebody was drinking at a bar, was bragging, and they got in trouble. Bragging wouldn't be. It's not against the law to brag.
2: No, but how do people find out? Yeah. It's because loose lips sink ships.
4: Mm, okay. Are we
2: allowed to say that? Mm. I don't know. It's not on my list, but one is, <laughs> one is offensive that I just got to, and I'm surprised it's here, and maybe uh, Ed and I will like that it's offensive. Mm-hmm. Old people. Can't say that anymore. Uh, some people don't like the word. You say senior or elderly, also bad. 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 Adding ER to the end of old as older adults is softens the, the blow basically. Older. So we are older.
3: But you're both older. You're both senior citizens. Why can't you? You're both seniles. are not old. Experienced. You're both old.
2: We're older.
3: We're older than you. No no, no I'm I don't, I don't subscribe to any of these
2: nonsense <laughs> terms over here. I
3: could say older.
2: But you can subscribe. A, you know you you're, can. You're a ye old <laughs> you know as far as I'm concerned. Normal. Normal You can't say that anymore. You can't
3: be normal anymore.
2: But we're living in the new normal, which was a term put out by the people. Now you can't do it anymore because if someone demonstrates normal behavior, are all those who don't abnormal? I would say yes. The word usual or typical would be better. Huh? They mean the same
5: thing. They're Uh,
3: called synonyms.
5: Dave Scooter says old guys you can just refer to as gray balls.
2: <laughs> Listen, the old guys are not bothered by this at all. No. They're bothered by that people are saying we're bothered by it, but I'm an old guy, and I'm telling you, old is okay. It boils down you don't have to— You to say older.
3: The, the offensive part of this for the people that don't like it is that you're trying to compel speech from someone who is used to growing up in a country where we have freedom of speech. Now, you have the option- Even the
2: places that don't have freedom of speech can say old and can say peanut gallery and grandfather and mom and dad.
3: The first time I met Pam, I abstained from swearing in front of her because that is the gentlemanly thing to do. That's the correct behavior to have in a social situation. She starts swearing like a truck driver. Yeah. And I said, oh- Apparently, you're cool with this. And she goes, (laughs) I sure as fuck am. Are we best friends now? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So Pam was at a crossroad. If I had swore in front of her, she'd be at a crossroad. She could say, I would prefer that you have more decorum around me. And if I say no, she can leave. Those are the two things. Being offended by the fact that I said something or something slipped out, that's not the right play for anybody. All right. Make the choice to leave if you don't like what someone's saying. Which so someone probably didn't like that
2: you were reading this. Maybe and they've already left. So this is just a warm up to get them ready. Uh, I think it's all crazy. People need to toughen up. Names will never hurt you. Any of those words is not hurting anybody. But we're talking about cigar brands. Uh, what they call it, what they package it, what they sell it for, how they market it—I think—is none of our business. Whoever mm-hmm. it is that's doing that, it's none of our business. It's their business. It's our business. And that being said. Um, What are the offensive cigar brand names? So let's get to some of them right now. And um, we did a show uh, a while back called Dumb Cigar Names. This show is not that. These are not necessarily dumb. Some of them are actually genius because they sell. These are things that exist. And they do create sales to a specific person. So this is target marketing, right? The person that would actually like something called that. The uh, Harbinger? Yes. These are not dumb, but they are or could be considered offensive, especially in today's society of how people are saying this. So, Barry, what's number 25?
4: Number 25 is a line from Punch called Sucker Punch Smash Face. Promoting violence. Promoting violence. It's not promoting anything.
3: It's I'd a, like to sucker punch an, somebody. Name of a cigar.
2: That's offensive, right? I'd yeah. like to sucker punch somebody. That's a threat. Do it. You'll hurt your hand. Right? Smash face. Not, <laughs> not nice, but these things are selling, and they're selling to the right person that likes that. For the person that buy that in the first place, they never had the cigar before, never tasted it. They don't know if they like it, but somebody was attracted to that name and ended up buying it. Isn't there like Suck-A-Punch of a bunch of things, right?
4: Isn't In there- cigars, there's one is one sucker punch? I do Not Not in so.
2: cigars, but I think there's alcohol brands. Oh, yes. There's yes. a lot of sucker punches, right? Yes. Offensive? I think not, I but think not. it's number 25.
4: Uh, number 24. And uh, if you use the YouTube chat room live during the show, I shared a link to it that will expire in three hours. I don't want it to be up there and have YouTube decide they want to censor us. The uh, reason why you should tune into the chat room, which Drew Estate's "acid toast," not really offensive, but if you look at the original cigar box, it featured a close-up, according to urban legend, of Scott Chester's girlfriend's anus, <laughs> which
2: Scott Chester was is acid. He he is uh, that guy that you see uh, on the Jonathan is showing it here.
3: That looks like a butthole. Yep, balloon so- knot.
2: Yeah.
4: So you put the it's picture up. I put fish. the picture up if you're watching live. <laughs> uh if you reach out to me on Facebook during the week, I'll send it to you as well.
2: And acid toast. Like what what if I said um heroin toast or something? You would imagine something bad is on that mm-hmm. piece of bread that's going to be poison somebody, right? It, acid toast would you right. you wouldn't buy that in a store, right? If there was no. a toast that was there. You'd say, "Oh my God! There's acid on this toast." Sounds, you know, it's not of a pop tart. That's for sure.
3: Corrosive.
2: Yes, absolutely. Can't be
3: good for your enamel.
2: Twenty-three is uh mecarita,
4: mecarita, which means my mistress. Does this mean that Saka has an affinity for S and M?
2: Why S and M,
4: mistress? Yes,
2: mistress. Well, oh, all right. Mistress, there, and The other mistress. Especially the heart mistress. You know, I'm thinking but a mistress is a girlfriend on the side. Or right? it
4: could be that is you know is he alluding to something well, cheating on his wife? Yes, he has or-
2: said
3: that the his other love is cigars, and that's why he named the brand My Mistress.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think still he just gave himself- other people can obviously. Mm-hmm. My mom is my mom, and, and I'm not offending her at calling my mom. But yet, people other people have the offense with it. Not the person that that. If I call my mom, somebody else is offended. Not my mom, not me, but somebody else doesn't like that I use that yeah, term.
3: If your mom didn't like you calling her that, she would smack you and tell you to call her something different. She would
2: get physical with me. She mm-hmm. would. That's she right. would hurt you. Right. <laughs> not her words, but she would physically hurt me. You know it's true, Ma. I know you're listening to it. <laughs> you, you hear and You go, I didn't do that. And She's stuff. like, uh, All right,
3: where's my good
5: friend? She'll, she'll smack you as soon as you get
2: home. There we go. Number 22. Is uh, asylum...
4: Nyctophilia, and it's just because people refer to it as necrophilia i can't tell you how many people call me up online you have that necrophilia cigar
2: <laughs> and they yeah. knew that was going to happen they right? knew
4: i had to know it was going to
2: happen so what's the difference of the two words
4: Nyctophilia, i believe is a fear of the night and necrophilia is an affinity for sex with dead people
6: hmm.
2: which is offensive yes to the dead person or anybody anybody is it really offensive to the dead person because they're not feeling anything let's be honest they're not feeling they don't have any feelings left. Mary,
5: don't try to justify it hey, listen one time
4: <laughs> does
2: not make me a bad person
3: <laughs> it does for cock. <laughs> uh, and cock
2: yeah uh
4: number 21 is a uh, black label last rights so now you're dying. Now you're dying. And it, for me, that's a horrible name for
2: the cigar industry, cigar. I think it's cool. But do you have a problem with them doing They chose to do it themselves and call it that.
4: No, I'll, I could disagree buy, with it.
2: And not buy and it. And not buy
4: it. But, but you know, not shut them down. No, it's your business. It's your business model. It's your choice. You have a right under freedom of speech to do that. And I support you doing
2: it. That's I it. just do it. I don't really care for it. Yeah. And, and mm. you choose not to... Uh, Smoke that or buy that product that has that weird name that you don't like. But I bet you some people bought that brand just because it was called that. 100%. Yeah. The Harbingers. Harbingers, right. (laughs) Harbingers? Yeah. Okay. It has the
3: word binge in it.
2: All right. That's that's what it is. We're smoking the Black Friday. Don't be offended by it's called Black Friday. It has to do with a day after Thanksgiving, and it comes out once a year. Um, It's not offensive tasting. It's not offensive name. Uh, it goes out on me because I've been talking too much.
3: Got a little job. bit of sweetness coming off the broadleaf. Uh, really good draw, really good burn. I I know I have a box sitting in my humidor. Uh, I
5: think that I'm these will age very well. Yeah.
4: And, and that's the cool thing about it. Like um, in the past years, Dave has ordered uh, just enough Black Fridays to get through the holiday season. And this year, you went. Big. Yeah. And so we still have a few boxes left online at okay. 2 com.
2: They could buy singles too? They could buy singles yeah. in a box.
4: Somebody said they, if they were 20, they would buy 20. Well, you could buy uh, 49 singles and not buy the whole box if you didn't want it. Right.
2: To. Or you buy eight singles or whatever. Yeah. You but want. you got to
4: figure, these came out in the beginning of November. So you're talking December, January, February, March, April. You're already at five months of aging. You're going to get it at the beginning of May. So you're going to say six. We did the aging for you.
2: Yeah, There's still an eight in strength.
5: Yeah, I think they've benefited from the extra
3: age. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah a lot less sharp. Yeah. When it first came out, there were, there were some sharp edges to it.
4: 19% of our chat room uh, agrees with your eight range. 19%. 19%.
2: 19%. And the rest go down from there? The rest mm-hmm. go down from there. All
4: right. I get it at about a
3: six, seven...
4: So you know, I can't do ten choices. So one to three came in at four percent. Oh come on! Four to six came in at seventy-seven percent. I'm at the six. Seven to nine came out at nineteen percent, and nobody gave it a ten.
2: It's not a ten. No, it it wasn't even a ten when it started. But it's it's stronger than the average Black Friday. It's the strongest Black Friday yet. I think you'd say.
4: I agree. It's the first one to use Connecticut broadleaf, I believe.
2: All right. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we have the top 20 most offensive cigar brands. We are live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
0: To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. Hey, this is Michael Herclotz with Ferriotago Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
2: And we are back. We're smoking the Black Friday today and talking about what others might find offensive as far as the cigar brand name goes. Welcome, everybody, back to the show. Uh, Did you find the Cigar Authority 12th anniversary Lancero offensive?
4: No. No. I smoked one in on the way this morning. Yeah, smoke one in on the way
2: this Pam was smoking it. She was liking it. We have plenty of them. If you're looking for them, this is the Cigar Authority's first and only limited release to celebrate our 12-year anniversary of the Cigar Authority podcast. They are 7 by 38 Lanceros. They come in three different color boxes, same exact cigar. A box of 12 um, will cost you $112, where two boxes will be $199. Taking it down to $833 per cigar, or if you want all three color boxes, $259.99, which comes out to $722 a box and 36 cigars. We made 300 boxes. We sold 100 right off the bat. That's the number we should have went with mm-hmm. in the first place. Um, so we have 200 boxes left thereabouts. And I'll tell you this they're moving slower than. The cigars from last week's show, the um, the draft. draft, the draft cigars have sold way more than a hundred
6: hmm. boxes
2: of them uh, so far um, at eighty nine ninety nine, uh, which is still there. So if somebody's looking for the cigar authority care package, you go to the cigar authority. You go com. to
4: cigarauthority.com, com or just go directly to two It's on the rotating images at the top of the website.
2: Okay, along with the. Um,
4: Cigar Draft.
2: Cigar Draft is on the two guys also.
4: If you type in that search bar for Cigar Draft, it'll show you the four options. Or you could just go to the Cigar Authority on the desktop on the right hand side. Click the graphic. If you do mobile, four or five thumb scrolls. Click the graphic. It'll take you
2: right there. All right. Only
4: yeah. one person had a hard time finding it, and the people and me, we jumped all
2: over them. All right. I saw somebody ask, yep. and I said, "See, that's having a hard time finding it, but um, that you know about." But it, yeah. it, it's there. They're selling, so other people are finding. Uh, certainly finding the um, the draft ones. Maybe they can't find the Lanceros. They're hidden away, and you can't find them. No, no, they're easy, they're easy to right find. A, you're just yeah. not buying them.
5: Yeah.
2: And not a surprise to me uh, that that's not happening. But uh, it is what it is, and uh, you want me to shut up about the uh, Lanceros, buy them and get them out mm-hmm. of here, or I'm going to keep talking about them. So that's all I have to say about that. Uh, dumb cigar names, uh, no, they are not. These are marketed cigar brands that are out there, and they are listed as our top 25 most offensive cigar brands on the market today. To other people, I don't think they're offensive to me. I know they're not offensive to me, but I don't think they're offensive to uh, the rest of the panel. We'll see as we go down. We're on number 20. Number 20 is Cuban stock, and the size is called the Chubby. I I have offense
4: to that because I'm a chubby guy. What what the hell? What does uh, half-direct penis have to do with you being
6: <laughs> obese?
4: Well, why are they calling a half erect penis chubby?
3: That's what you call it.
2: A half erect,
3: Sporting oh, a chubby oh. over here.
2: It's it's getting a little... It's Yeah?
3: It's not quite full engorgement. Yeah. What do you do to get
2: it to full <laughs> engorgement? Everybody, I don't want to know. And so that's offensive to some people. Yeah.
3: More offensive if uh, Barry whipped his own started flogging it right All now. All right,
2: enough
6: <laughs>
2: challenge accepted. Vigueros is a Cuban cigar brand, it comes in a square tin. Yeah, and the offensive thing on there is much like the box, the Drew Estate acid toast. You say on there, if you look at it, you could actually tip it upside down and it'll make more sense to you. Um, it is a vagina. Mm. Did you ever see it? No. Nope. So you can start Googling that, look yeah. at the picture of it, look at it upside down. That's, and Your, your, your friend Zane
4: had a dirty mind when he
2: designed it. Yes. I know the guy that designed yeah. it. and They're not um,
5: very good cigars.
2: They're low-end Cuban. Low end. Lower-end Cuban. I, I hear it's the number one selling, selling brand in Canada. Of all Cuban cigars, well, it's because, the because one. of the, the price tax. point with yeah. all the tax.
4: Yeah. yeah, somebody posted a picture of a nub cigar cost them forty dollars in Canada.
2: Forty dollars <laughs> for a nub in Canada, really? Mm. Saw that this morning. Mm. Wow, mm. wow. Um, number eighteen is from Drew Estate. Also, so is the second one on Drew Estate, the Acid Nasty. So it's nasty to begin with. You would think bad marketing. You're saying the cigar was nasty. If you got a cigar, you'd say, wow, that's nasty. Well, when
3: somebody in skateboarding lands an impressive trick, you might say, that was nasty.
2: Mm-hmm. Like you say. Uh,
3: so it's so bad. It was a, it was a, so good that it was bad.
2: He's a badass dude. It's good, right? Yeah. Bad and ass. A <laughs> negative. To some people. And it turns positive. I've been So maybe these things will end up turning positive eventually down the road. Uh, listen, Drew Estate sells shitloads. And that's a good thing. Shitload mm-hmm. is, a, is a positive thing also. Shitloads of acid nasty. So um, there's something apparently working on there. Caldwell, number 17, has one called One Night Stand. What's wrong with that? It's a negative thing. Is it? To the receiver of the One Night Stand.
3: What if everybody's in agreement? The One
2: Night Stand... the, the Say you went out with a girl and you never called her back and she you just did your duty and that was it. And the, they need to doing come out the with duty
3: a, is a that's a different activity.
4: They
2: need to come out it's with a, a sequel activity.
3: and
4: call it the walk of shame. Yeah. See,
3: Pam gets me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the number sixteen I have is also from Drew Estate. This is three for them. This is um the old Drew Estate. Mm-hmm. Um. Although this one is not, the first two was the old Drew Estate, and you'd say, "Okay, Swisher had nothing to do with this; they they wouldn't allow it." But the new Drew Estate came out with the Deadwood Fat Bottom Betty. That would be the big butt, right? Yeah, that's offensive to Betty. <laughs> or it, now that becomes a positive thing nowadays. I don't know. And, and it's not. It's a little you, junk you, in the trunk. You Never heard
4: anybody. You could basically look at anything in that line because the whole line is called Yummy Bitches. Mm. Then yeah. you got Juicy Lucy.
2: Yeah, it's offensive stuff.
4: Yeah. Crazy Alice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyone in that line would have fit there.
5: Well, Dave, you know fat bottom girls make the rock and world go round.
2: Yes, they do. And was that offensive in those days?
3: Not in those
5: days. No.
2: And that was Queen. Yeah. Was that negative? A bunch of guys.
3: I've been scared to play that song in mixed company. Really? You know, like I, I think it would hit, but I just didn't want to offend anybody.
2: Wow! So, so it is offensive.
3: I just, I didn't want to offend anybody, so I just chose not to play it.
2: All right, it's time to ask the dawn by Don Rafael Cigars. It's time to ask the
1: dawn. Brought to you by Don Rafael. Cigars Don Rafael Cigars are premium cigars M- mellow and smooth built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael Cigars. Now here is the question
3: of the week. And the following message was submitted through the contact us page of the Cigar authority.com and Sam has a question about seasoning. A humidor. Hey guys, I feel like I've heard this answer a million times, but I just want to confirm before I do it. I'm getting a new humidor and I'll use 65% packs in it. The humidor is a Spanish cedar veneer. Is it okay to add my cigars and packs without, in quotes, seasoning the humidor? I know not to wipe it down with water, but I'm unsure about the seasoning packs. Thanks. P.S. Trying not to compete for this week's email of the week, just want a final word on humidor seasoning, uh, especially yeah. on a humidor that's the size small enough to use a, a pack in it. There's absolutely no need to do anything to it. Right, put your cigars in, put your pack in, close it. Within three days, that wood will acclimate 100 percent to the environment that it's in, and that has right. to do with temperature and humidity. You'll have no issues. Keep it out of what, direct sunlight. What's the
5: alternative? I'll just leave the cigars out, unhumidified,
3: while I'm s- right. Seasoning. Which the <laughs> uh, so you, you that that's an issue where your, your cigars are just going to be drying out. But also, the we tell customers in the wintertime when they're struggling to get the humidity up above fifty five percent, how many cigars do you have in it? Three. How are you going to get this thing to acclimate if you don't have cigars in there helping to provide some moisture? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, the cigar itself is is. If if it's seventy percent humidity thereabouts is going to bring the whole thing up, right? Yeah, that's it. Put put cold beers in your in your refrigerator, a whole bunch of them in the refrigerator, starts working way better. Staying lit, it's a candle.
4: I got the Olympic theme playing in my head right now. Well,
5: you could bring those to a concert, Gary. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So my mine went out a couple times, uh, too, but I figured I was talking, but yours went out again. Yours went uh,
4: out. Mine wasn't out per se. I, I wanted to increase the smoke output, so I made sure all of it was lit.
2: Okay. All right. So we are on number 15, most offensive cigar brand. Barry, take it.
4: C.O. Jones. Not really offensive that way, but if you look at what it spells, it's cojones.
2: Yeah. And if you look at the band, you'll see the two O's on C.O. Jones. Right. <clears throat> look like huevos? Uh, yes. So that's the idea of it. It's strong. It connected to it. It actually was named after a person, Carl yeah.
5: Jones. It wasn't mm-hmm. done to be offensive until you went to work on the
2: band. <laughs> yes. Then when I found out, yeah. I said, okay, now <laughs> let's, let's take this all the way. And it is what it is. So... Um, are people bothered by it? That
4: They shouldn't be, but I'm yeah. sure somewhere, someplace, somebody's offended that a cigar's named for balls. It's
5: yeah. not, not hurting
2: your pack sales, though, having the cojones. No, in no there. it is
4: not. It was my last pick in the draft,
2: and it's in there. So mm-hmm. that is number 15. Moving on to number 14. Uh, Drew Estates back on the list with Pimpstick. So Drew Estates is uh, pretty offensive, it seems. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're showing up. So Pimpstick is what? Uh, The walking cane that the pimp uses. And he hits the the, He uh, smacks
4: the bitches up. We (laughs) We
3: don't know if that's what he does with it. No? As far as we know, he's just walking.
4: Maybe he violates them with it. With the cane.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's not a nice thing. No,
3: Probably not a nice thing.
2: The studio audience is getting... I keep my pip stick in my pants, but I'm just saying.
5: (laughs)
4: Both inches.
5: Somebody in the chat room said, you don't have to worry about the cigar content for censorship this week.
2: Yeah, listen, we told you it's going to be offensive. It's offensive. These these things exist on the shelves of cigar stores across the thing, and people are saying they have offense to memes, and uh, we'll get into that in the after show, but... There's plenty of... If you want to make something offensive, just walk around. If you want to be
3: offended, you can certainly find things to be offended.
2: Right. There's plenty of things. Or you can be happy, and you can just buy the cigar and smoke it and enjoy it and shut up.
5: The recreational outrage. Yes. (laughs) People love to be outraged.
2: Okay. Number 13. Uh, Number 13 is also
4: from Drew Estate going back (laughs) to back on the list. With My Uzi Weighs a Ton, which eventually had to be renamed Muat,
2: Which means My Uzi, Uzi weighs, weighs a, a ton. ton. But they said, okay, people are being bothered by this. My Uzi Weighs a Ton, which I think came mm-hmm. from music, right? Yeah,
4: it came, uh, f- I think it was uh, from a Public Enemy song. Yeah. And, you know, maybe the real reason when they had to change is they didn't have permission to use the lyric. But or was it because of the anti gun movement?
2: Why would an Uzi weigh a ton? Which is 2,000 pounds. Yeah. Doesn't no,
4: doesn't but, make any but, sense.
2: But when people say, Wow, that weighs a ton, they really don't mean 2,000 uh, pounds, they mean it's heavy. Yeah, so that cigar was a thick ring gauge cigar, it was
4: a bigger ring gauge cigar. I remember it was a densely packed cigar, so it was heavy and it heavy. weighed yeah. a
5: ton.
2: It did. And did it have a gun on the front of the pack?
4: I don't remember if the original, yeah, the original box did have uh, was soft a silhouette, pack. soft packs, yeah.
2: Because people have problems when people wearing things with guns on them, and right, <laughs> people are offended by it. Maybe they would have been less Other offended people, if they had a mother a pearl us. handle. Yeah. So, Jewish State guys, you were uh, really kicking some uh. butt over here and offed- <laughs> offending people. Uh, on to number twelve.
4: Number twelve is from Cao. I mean, C A O, and it's a Karma Sutra. Karma- What's offensive about that?
2: Sexual act.
3: Between two willing apartment. parties. I what know, is it? It's a consensual act between two willing parties yeah, looking Dave, to explore their thing. sexuality and pleasure.
2: People are offended by nipple that.
3: Nipple clamps, it's all good. That's a good time. So That's a good name for a cigar. Should that be a name for a cigar, <laughs> nipple clamp? <laughs> uh, uh, I think it has a better shot of being offensive than Karma Sutra.
2: Maybe you have the little twisted end over there and the little clamp on the end of it, and the brand is... And then it becomes
3: a roach clip for the end. If the cigar is that good, I I, I haven't had it, but if it Uh, was that good... There's an
2: idea right there. There's a free marketing idea that somebody wants to make the nipple clamp. Pam, get on that. CAO (laughs) nipple clamp to go with the Karma Sutra. Okay, and number 11. Number 11 uh, is
4: from a manufacturer unknown, but it was made in Nicaragua, and it was a brand called Fighting Cock. Still out there. Still out there.
5: But it had a picture of a bird, right?
2: Yeah, but on the receiving end of it, way back in the day when we carried that brand a long time ago, yeah, people, some people love the, the idea of it. Other people said, I'm not putting a fighting cock in my mouth.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the double entendre sometimes get lo- gets lost on people. They don't like but it. But that,
4: did you that smoke brand's Jonathan? been around since the, since the 90s. Jonathan, you smoked a lot of those, right? I have no comment That's It's insulting
2: because a- <laughs> you're saying that to insult him of what it is now it's time to really get insulted because it's time to pe- take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars
7: it's time for news from the insane asylum odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true or are they brought to you by Asylum Cigars take no prisoners Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful Medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars, with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum
6: cigars.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And last year, the ACLU filed a lawsuit and won, which prevents prisoners that identify as female from being housed in a men's prison, even if they have not had gender reassignment. In New Jersey's only female prison sits Demetrius Minor, who is serving time for murder. However, Demetrius identifies as female and prefers to go by the name of Demi. Demi is now in solitary confinement after getting two female prisoners pregnant. And somehow, I don't think this is what Rihanna had in mind when she sang, We Fell in Love in a Hopeless Place. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. It's probably Demi. Demi, Demi.
5: Um, Jonathan Ryan Seneca says he prefers the spitting ones over the fighting
3: ones. (laughs) For whatever that's worth. (laughs) i write that down and I'll research that on Urban Dictionary later.
2: I don't know what that is either. All right. I'll send you a screenshot. No, you can can just leave leave it alone. Uh, I'll add
3: you to a group text and I'll send you the screenshot.
2: No, please don't. Uh, the after show, uh, which will appear on Wednesday, uh, we're talking about the offensive meme. We got an email from Hasib, Hasib, who uh, asked a question last week and followed it up because he didn't get the answer he wanted. So uh, we're going to go deep. We're going to give him the. We're going to really give him the well, answer. Well, someone else
3: asked the question. He didn't like the response uh, you gave. Okay. And tried to take you to task. So we're going to dedicate the after show to your response. Since right. it's your show. He can write in, but you get the Uh, final say.
5: Ryan wants to clarify, Jonathan prefers the spitting ones, not Ryan.
3: Gotcha. All right, I'm erasing this then. That was just a hurtful thing to say
2: to somebody. There it is. Apparently hurtful and offensive. Uh, We're talking about the top 25 most offensive cigars in the marketplace today, and we are down to the top 10 right now. So let me take it from here. Uh, From our friends at Toro Fuente becomes the Opus X line, Mm. and in the Opus X line is the Rare Pink Happy Ending. Rare Pink Happy Happy Ending. ending. You can take that for what it's worth, right?
5: Everybody likes a happy ending. First off,
2: Opus X. I'm a
3: huge fan of Pink, too. She is one hell of a singer, (laughs) covers me and Bobby McGee
2: like
4: no one else. I hear the uh, happy ending's big in the Asian market.
2: I heard that uh, they said that Opus X sounded like sex, mm-hmm. is why the brand was put together. You know, there was a big problem with Opus Wine at the time that had the problem with it, and Opus X sounded like sex. And the next thing you know, there's a rare pink and a happy ending. I think they just we went can, with it. We can all figure that they went with it. I don't have a problem with it. Uh, if you're able to be lucky enough to be able to buy one, they'd. They sell as soon as they hit the market every single time. Um, so people don't have a problem when they, for buying them. Um, but it seems like that's a lot of the direction that goes when it comes to Opus X. It's the design of it. Are some people offended by it? Apparently. But um, again, don't buy it if you don't want to buy it. There's a whole bunch of people looking to buy it if you want to buy it. So that is made our top ten. Moving on to number nine. Is um, Barry already said it, but Mm. it is from Drew Estate, and it is Juicy Lucy.
4: Hmm. She should see a doctor about that. That's right. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, Moving on to number eight is from Matoro Fuente again. On their Opus X line is the BBMF. BBMF. It stands for something.
4: Big Bad Motherfucker.
2: There we go
3: told you not to let your kids listen to this show. <laughs> I warned everybody at the beginning.
2: People could be offended by you calling their mother or any mother. It's a problem saying mother to begin with anyway, never mind mother with the uh, with the F, right? Right. Bad word. It's actually one of the seven bad words, right? According to George Collin. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
6: Um,
2: number seven. Is from Parodi. And Parodi has a line called Ramrod. Hmm.
3: <laughs> I know someone who needs to buy that trademark. Who's that? Ram Rodriguez.
2: Ram. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's his name.
3: I told him he should come out with a cigar called Car Ramrod. He buys that
2: and he's all set. Hmm. But it's kind of vulgar. It's not, right? it's not offensive. It's his name. You no, know, his name is. Ramahad Ram. Rodriguez.
4: Rod. There's the uh there's the box it has a cowboy with the <laughs> cigar. Yep. Very broke back esque.
2: Uh-huh. Way before broke back uh, yep. was, was a thing, um, was the Ramrod cigar. It's out there. Uh we carried them back in the day and people would say, I'm not smoking those. There's
4: actually a review of Ramod Cigars on the thecigarauthority.com. Really? That uh, my friend, Dr. Copeland, gave me one I dare you to review it. I asked you if I could review it, and uh, we had a lot of fun with the review. Really? Yes. Huh.
2: And people were apparently offended by it. Uh, it, it makes our top ten. Well, of-
3: is it – so we're, at this point, we're talking about customers that are looking at a brand and saying, mm. I'm not putting that cock in my mouth. Like, that's – that's somebody, not that they're offended, but they don't want to be seen with that band because it would be embarrassing. It's not offensive. It's embarrassing. Maybe. If the cigar is good, the cigar is good. I'm smoking it. But, I mean, you really, you can't get out of that double entendre. You take the band off, I guess. What are you smoking? None of your goddamn it, it, business.
2: <laughs> it's been around for probably 100 years that it exists. So It's a winner. Um, his one that uh, I believe died with the with the guy that died that that, that owned it, Kinky Friedman. You know who mm-hmm. he was? Yeah. Kinky Friedman was a comedian. He used to show up at the trade shows all the time. would ha- Would have his own booth at the show, and he had a brand called Texas Jew Boy. Mm-hmm. That was actually the name. People are offended by that. that- that is that is offensive. He, he not only <laughs> that had one it is offensive. Called Texas Jew Boy. He was the Texas Jew Boy.
3: Let's well, do now. It's less offensive. Now it becomes funny.
2: <laughs> Why? You well, because you know the
3: context. Well, yeah. If you know the context, and he's doing some sort of self-effacing humor. He wrote, a, he wrote humor. a
2: song called Texas mm-hmm. Jew Boy too. I think was his biggest hit. Yeah, it's a
3: part of his culture. It's part of him. He's referring to himself. I, now I don't have a problem
2: well, with it. Well, do there's a store owner that puts the Texas Jew Boy cigars in the store. Now, are they offensive?
3: There's there's one and one time only that that cigar is going to sell, and it's when Kinky Friedman is standing in the store <laughs> humping his own brand and telling the story, because otherwise, there is no shot.
4: <laughs> no shot.
2: It was out there for a long time. Yeah, so
4: I used to hang out in a cigar shop in Union, New Jersey, yeah. uh, owned by David Matlow, who used to be a Hasidic Jew. Still Jewish, but he, he moved away from, from the Hasidic side of it. He used to stock them, smoke them, we all joked around about it. It's it's the context. Now you can't joke around about it because everybody's too woke, right? Yep,
2: that's the idea of it. But
4: back in the day, we all had tons of laughs smoking the cigar. I think smoke. that the
3: pendulum is starting to swing back toward.
2: I don't normal. see that at all
9: because I see it, it's getting worse be, and
2: worse and worse.
3: Because the the headlines are getting more and more salacious, but the people that are putting out the clickbait. Their numbers are dropping and the people that are just reporting the news as it is, their numbers are going up. So eventually does we're going to be it? out of these salacious clickbait
2: headlines. Does it make it sell it even more as people are bothered by it and, and talking about it that, oh, my God, I can't believe somebody put a cigar on call this. Now it sells even more. Is it, is it a positive? No such thing as bad advertising? Is, is, does that exist? Maybe. 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 Okay. <laughs> okay, that's settled we'll, then. We'll Maybe. Be. All right, we are smoking the HVC Black Friday. Final thoughts on this cigar.
3: The sweetness has continued from start to finish. Mine never went out on me. It, it stayed lit. A um, little bit of spice. I mean, you can tell it's Nicaraguan. It has that spice. Um,
2: it got stronger. Even stronger,
3: mm. stronger in flavor. I am not getting the nicotine side yeah, of it. it definitely strong stronger in flavor.
2: This is eight plot, eight plus. No, yeah, got stronger. Uh,
4: huh. I'm gonna say it's a six as far as. You know how we say certain cigars benefit from like dry boxing. You, you know, you want them to sit out a little bit. The 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 density of this wrapper. The cigar is better with a little bit lesser humidity yeah. I agree, and it'll stay lit better. It'll burn better. And that's pretty much for all Connecticut. The day crappers. before
3: I know I'm going to smoke this, I take it out of the cellophane and leave it on the counter. Yeah. And the next day it smokes better.
2: And you, you notice today I kept them in the bag, and I had a little uh, Humi pouch that was inside there with these cigars too because the second cigar we we're going to smoke had no cellophane on, and I didn't want it to dry, mm-hmm. so I was taking care of that one. In the meantime, um, this one was getting humidity back to 70%. It mm-hmm. probably would have been best yeah. if I didn't do that. Uh, so in fairness to that cigar. And going back to the Ask the Dawn segment,
3: people are freaking out about humidity. Just so everybody knows, I have a very large collection of cigars that I hold electronically at 60%. It doesn't matter if you could go to 65, you could go a little lower than 60. Somewhere it's a range. As temperature goes up and down, your humidity is going to go up and down. Try to get yourself as close to set it and forget it where you like how the cigars are smoking. Stay off the internet. Don't (laughs) listen to other people's opinions. It's about you and your collection and what you like. The thing is... Too high, they're not going to perform well. Too low, they're not going to taste
2: right. 50 to 70, you're going to be golden somewhere, somewhere in and there. Somewhere in there, you it, find what you like. Yeah. And that's where and the I'm cigar little, should be. a little light, little uh, lower mm-hmm. on, in my, in my Same. thing. Yeah.
4: So, yeah, too many people, humidity scared.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, and now that the weather's warming up. Over-humidity ends up happening because they've been pounding, especially in the Northeast, pounding right. humidity in. It's time to back off it right now.
3: And even, I mean, Ed Sullivan and I do this all the time. I'm not saying that it's ideal, but if I have a box of cigars that I know I'm going to smoke in the next two weeks, I'm, I'll start to finish, I'm going to finish it, I just leave it in the car. That's my car smoke. I'm not
2: going through. It's all right now because it's not too hot. but Even the in the summertime. Comes, nah, even in the summertime. It's I not, disagree.
3: It's not the end of the world. They, they smoke fine.
2: Yeah, too hot too hot, I disagree, but let's take a break when we come back, I have the top five most offensive cigar brand names that are out there, plus do you know where the most offensive places are there's offensive places I think I know know what number one is Right here in the United States, people are offended by everything, including places. I have the top 10 most offensive places in America, and two guys smoke shop ain't one of them.
3: Barry's bathroom, somewhere around 8.35 in the morning.
2: Really? We're live in the Toscano Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different.
3: Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on the thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package.
8: Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating. is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times, subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room Cuatro Nicaragua today.
6: Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers.
9: Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino.
8: Hello, this is
9: Husto Aurora from
2: Jerry Tobacco. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back. That's Husto Arroa. He'll be in next week. But we're back right now and people might be offended today because we're naming names. We're saying the words. It's... All about getting even more offensive, and today, right now, we're going to get to the worst of the worst—the top five most offensive cigar brands on the market today. Welcome back, everybody. now.
3: Before you do that, I think that uh, the New Hampshire Gay Boy by Ted Hughes—I think that's—I think that's a great name. I think that'll sell well <laughs> in, in his shop.
5: In his shop, <laughs> in
4: his shop, will you be the spokesperson for that?
3: I will not. Okay, I will not. Are you going to do offense? No, this is not. It's. The New Hampshire Gay Boy by Ted Hughes. That's the name oh, of the cigar.
2: Right. Yeah. S- some of these offensive things, there's never been um, events around these, you know, like. You well, know, when I'm not putting it on the
3: billboard. Outside. Right, right. <laughs> it's not happening.
2: <laughs> I wonder what would happen if, you know, you know. The fighting cock. (laughs) (laughs) Or
3: Fat Bottom Betty
2: and Juicy Lucy, and they
5: all show up for
3: the event. Fat Bottom Betty is probably the coolest name in that line, and it does sell the best in that
2: line. Well, taking nothing away from these, these still exist. There's a whole bunch of fancy names of of the cigar that was non-offensive at all that didn't sell some of them maybe taste better than the other ones, but it's marketing and promotion. And, you know, believe me, they know when they were coming out with these names, there's something to it. And that's why they're exactly the reason why they do it. A lot of beer companies, the micro oh, beers, yeah. hot sauces, you see all kinds of crazy Safe things. Safe Space. What is it? There's a beer called Safe Space. As unicorns and
4: rainbows
3: on
2: really? the Really? Okay. Nice.
3: I think Barry should come out with a cigar called Limp Bacon because that's how he <laughs> likes.
2: And people are offended by that. He posts that stuff all the time and people, you get lots and lots of-
4: I do. It just yes, means it offends people. The problem.
2: It pisses people off enough that they're going to jump on and- maybe they want to be offended.
3: Things yeah. went wrong for Barry because he was breastfed for about a year and a half too long yeah by his dad. <laughs> yeah. So that caused all the angst That's in his life. That's offensive right there.
2: <laughs> all right, so I I picked this uh, next cigar out. It, it, it's a new cigar we have uh, in in the shop, but also um it seemed a little offensive to me, Barry. What do we have?
4: Today's second cigar is the EPC Short Run 2022. And it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Ernesto Perez Caillo. This am si- short. The size is 5 by 50. It's called the Short Play. And it uh, features a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, Ecuadorian binder. Phil is from Nicaragua and Mexico. And for the first time since 2008, he also uses Honduran. A single set you back eight sixty nine, dollars While a box of 24 is $183.99, which comes out to just seven sixty six dollars per cigar. It's a savings of almost $25 or 12% off the box price on 2 And if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try 2guyscigars.com. That's the number 2guyscigars.com.
3: I'm offended by how Barry reads that. He never pronounces the L in while. No. He says, why a box? He asked a
2: question. Why yeah. not a box? <laughs> why not?
5: Short. People got absolutely. No you know that's to... where
2: I was going to go. Yeah. <laughs> So, how about that song today? No, it didn't go well when it came out. It went huge. No, people were offended. How many did that sell? How big was that? Was that his biggest song ever? And the guy wrote a thousand songs. I think
5: that was his
2: biggest
3: for sure. I don't know. I think the uh,
5: they
2: have no reason to live. Well, that's the song. Shaw people have no reason to live. It was ironic. I like it.
5: They got little hands and little eyes. Yeah. You walk around telling great big
2: lies. It's good lyrics. Brilliant. Brilliant turn of phrase. So I was a short kid in school, and people would sing that song to me, trying to offend me, but I couldn't be offended by words. Because sticks and stones break my bones, but names never you? me.
5: Did you always say that, or you just...
2: I always knew it, because oh, I, right. I was told that when I was a kid, and it, it's to toughen you up and get you ready for people going to say... Bad things to you that they're going to try to offend you, but they can't offend you if you can't be offended.
3: Yeah, I tried the sticks and stones thing on a bully once, and he just punched me in the mouth. It just it didn't that go hurt. Well. That hurt.
2: Yes, but it when did. he called you before he punched you, it didn't hurt. I
3: think I would start crying about the what he said now, so I didn't get punched because it just it didn't feel good.
5: Um The peak position on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 was number two for
3: short
4: people.
2: Short people have no reason. What about to his lip. Toy
3: Story song? That had to have been
5: bigger.
2: Yeah. And then I love
4: L.A. Mm.
3: He had a song about girls Story. on trampolines too. That was really good.
5: Yeah, but I don't think the Toy Story stuff would translate to the Billboard, would it? I don't know. I what was his would? name? Who's Randy, name? Newman? Randy Newman.
2: Randy Newman wrote, wrote a million different songs for lots of people. But that was the one. Short people have no reason to live. You've got multiple Academy and Here we awards. are, E.P. Carrillo, short run.
3: Can we um, get to the part? Because I'd like to smoke this. All we're, right. We're going to run
2: out it's of time. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you. Here he goes again by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. All right. Good draw. Ooh, it's um, very raisiny. Mm. Very, very raisiny. That's what you want.
4: Yeah, that choice-oriented song only uh, peaked at position 40 on the Canadian adult contemporary charts.
2: <laughs> oh, boy.
4: But how many units did it sell?
2: Boy, is this chewy. Like you got a whole handful of raisins in your mouth, and you're chewing them. <laughs>
5: Is it toasty or
2: just raisiny? Just raisiny so far, raisiny. but we're going to toast our cigar. What are we using here? This is the Vertigo.
3: This is the Monarch by Lotus, featuring a flip top with a cigar rest on top, four jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank at the bottom, flip-out bullet punch, and easy adjustment, all for the low price of thirty nine ninety is the Monarch by Lotus.
2: This is a big seller, right?
3: Big seller. Yeah, this is one of the big ones. Because it's got a big-ass tank. You don't it have does. to always fill and it. It's
2: not all that giant, but it's big enough. Full metal jacket. It's an awesome lighter right here. All right. I never had this cigar before. Do you ever have it? It's first time. Second for me.
3: That's my second. I'm just going to get it out of the way. What? Cinnamon Chinese Peapods.
2: Wow. <laughs> this is it? This is...
3: Cinnamon Chinese Pea Pods right here.
2: Wow. That hasn't come back for years. When was
3: the last time we smoked an E.P. Korea on the show? I cinnamon think. Chinese Pea Pods. Oh That's what this is. Nailed it. And that was an E.P. Chinese Carrillo? That pods.
2: I've seen them on the plate. I've usually pushed them away. <laughs> Are you going to push that away? Or you Over don't? the years, I've had them. Because he mentioned it, and I said, I've got to see what this tastes like. But
3: did you put cinnamon on them? He's.
2: It's pretty... It's the, got the a the
3: vegetable... You know, vegetal mm-hmm. kind of taste to it, and the sweetness from the cinnamon, a little bite from the cinnamon.
2: And the raisin is gone. It's more cinnamon mm-hmm. peepars than it is. Yeah, I got to give you a, whiz by a little <laughs> bell. Raisin
3: is something that they're looking to achieve in the fermentation process on the, the tobacco before they make the cigar. That's what they're looking for. So now that Chinese it's lit, whatever happens as far as the flavor happens.
2: And could it be any peapods, or it must be Chinese peapods? What's, what's the difference between Well, I needed
3: two? to pick something that was more offensive to go along with the theme okay, of the okay. show.
2: All right. Mm-hmm. And we've been doing a damn good job for 12 years of that, <laughs> if I do say much so myself. Okay, Barry, we have uh, the top five left. Let's, uh, let's bring it down.
4: All right. Coming in at number five was a band that featured a lingerie teddy slash corset, and it was a tatouage whore.
2: Whore. 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 That's, that's negative, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody could... Who would be offended? The whore or the... Or well, the son.
3: I think you should not refer to her as the whore. <laughs> <laughs> then, you, then you're then you safe.
2: Or would a woman never smoke that cigar because she would say, you're smoking a whore, therefore you are?
4: Or well, maybe she'd be smoking it to send a signal to the people at Circle Bar. It may... It, it still exists? Circle Bar or The Whore? No, <laughs> no it was The the Whore was a limited edition. Okay.
3: But that would be something that a collector might go after because then they can say they have it later.
5: But Barry, you're saying somebody had a whore
4: at Circle Bar. I am saying that, yes. Right.
2: <laughs> it's offensive, right? Yeah. It's an offensive. It's in the, it's in the top five. And for those that are listening to this show
4: don't know, Circle Bar is one of the bars at the hotel at the trade show. Yes. And you could easily spot out who might be working the crowd. Right, right. They're there. They're there. Uh, Just because in- I'm wearing <laughs> high heels doesn't mean I'm working anybody. Coming in number four, it comes from uh, Caldwell. I think that's his second appearance on the list. And it's a swollen
2: cock.
6: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty bad.
2: Swole. It's worse than fighting. It rock, is. <laughs>
3: That's why it's further down on the list.
2: Because fighting cock could be the... Could be a bird. Could be the bird that... The, is it part of the culture yeah. that they have those fighting cocks.
3: Right, and Peter wouldn't be happy. Are we going to tell the story about the manufacturer that you were sitting with that yes. embarrassed you?
2: It was so funny <laughs> that we, we were waiting for a 3 a.m. flight or something, so it was um, really late night, and we're sitting in this place trying to kill... A couple hours before we got to go to the airport, and you could smoke cigars there and have a drink. And we're talking, and he explains to me that his father, who raised fighting cocks, had the biggest black cock in the whole town. And everybody, (laughs) but
3: you have to, you have to, I'm going to preface this you have to understand that this is part of this dude's culture. This is part of his family history. It's something that he's extremely proud of. A lot of pride. Oh. And the double entendre was completely lost on him. <laughs> yes. He was just telling his friend a story about his father like any one of us have done. And he was
2: very excited about very it. Excited. Very excited. proud. Fervently. Of, of this Why wouldn't driving you home. And I'm telling you, I laugh so hard. <laughs> Stuff's coming out of my nose. I'm spitting up stuff. It's crazy because he just keeps going into it, and, it, and <laughs> so as it, it, the story would go, it just get funnier and funnier as it went on. And he got none of it, and it was just the funniest thing. You had he, to be there. You had to be there.
5: But how did he react to all your laughing? He it was into the story.
2: Him? No, he was into the story and wasn't understanding that <clears> what was what was going on behind the scenes. <laughs> but it was it just kept going on and on and on. So uh, that was a limited release. So that continues. Yep. Uh,
4: I am not sure to be yeah. honest. I don't know if that was part of the Lost and Found series or not. Uh, honestly, not a hundred percent sure. All right, I know this one is continuing on. And yeah, I think it was in the care package at one point. Yeah, it, it was from uh, Victor Sinclair, and it's called Smoking Ass.
2: Yeah, Smoking Ass. We had it had
5: a donkey on it. Right? Yes,
2: because yeah. it was a it donkey ass. was the ass of of what it was, and um, we sold a ton of them. And it continues, but we only carried it once oh. and let it live its how, life. How did they taste? It tastes good. We were actually surprised <laughs> yeah. because you would think it would taste <laughs> like ass, like, like shit. Right? <laughs> um, but um, it sells and it continues to sell other places. But we were uh, we were one and done on that. <laughs> this one I didn't have the balls to take on at all. Uh, I know the guy well, and I've had the cigar. But I go, no, it's too far for me. I'm going to stop and not even bring it in because I think. I haven't
4: would- had one. Really? I wonder if there's any truth to the name, though. Okay. And uh, coming in number two is Sereno, and it's a great fucking cigar.
2: Right. Not
5: fucking.
4: No, nope.
2: fucking cigar, and that's what it's called. I hear on- have Lewinsky
4: likes it. And
2: it- it's a stick figures Yeah, on the band and on the bundle. Did it
5: have the G on the end, or was it? And with an apostrophe.
2: You guys are written down with the G. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah. And stick figures in the act <laughs> on it. So, so
3: it's it a cigar specific for that act. Y- yeah. It
2: could be looked at two different ways. You could look at it as a great cigar mm-hmm. or a great of that act cigar.
3: Hmm. Like you'd be smoking that cigar during the act, you finish. You put the cigar down, you light up another cigar to celebrate that the act just I, I think
2: it's during the act, because mm. it's not after.
4: You know how some people take the cigar and they Sounds dip it a... into your sp- Never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, moving on.
2: <laughs> moving on with the top five right now. It's the poll question of the week, and it's brought to you by, oh my God, Victor Sinclair Cigars.
4: And each week, you can head to thecigarauthority.com and vote in the question of the week. And the question of the week is brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. Victor Sinclair Cigars, the cigars you won't question. And following up on last week's cigar draft, we asked how many of you play fantasy sports. And uh, 56% of you have taken part. Wow. Something like 60 million people took part
2: in fantasy football last year. You know, I found out my daughter... After that show, she's telling me about the show, and she says, you know, you've done fantasy sports before, right? Mm -hmm. And I said, no. And she says, oh, I do it. But she doesn't even know a lot about sports, but she does it. Sometimes you win anyway. Yeah. So I was surprised at that. So a lot of people do... That Fantasy Sports, we, me and Jonathan are going to be much better next year because we understood how that played. And mm-hmm. I, I actually listened to the show back again. And yeah, you've
5: studied it now.
2: I, yeah, I've studied what I need to end up doing it to win. I will win anyway. Okay. That's how it's going to play out. And it's yeah. nothing anybody can do about it because <laughs> <laughs> I have the cigars for the masses, which is going to automatically win. But right now, where are we? Who's in first place? Do we want to give this away? I don't know. That, that, it hurts if you do?
5: Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think we announce it until it's no, done. No, I
2: think, uh,
4: think we we'll let everybody wait. All right.
3: He has an ulterior motive. I think announcing it doesn't hurt anything.
4: All right, I'm winning. He's winning. There you go. Followed by? Ed Sullivan. Followed by?
2: Ty. Ty. Okay.
3: Now I have a question. Yes. So I had an ulterior motive. <laughs> Are we tied for third?
2: No, we're tied for last. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go from last to first. And there's nothing anybody can do about it. <laughs> they uh, could the say people that already bought.
3: You already bought the cigars the one f- time. Don't go in there and lock up the system by putting them on your card and buying your no, own packs. No, I'm
2: not buying my own packs. I have cigars for the masses, milder cigars and the full-bodied people like the Lancero people already bought the Lancero and they're not going to buy again. The masses could buy and buy and buy again my pack. As far as your pack, you had a mixture. Ryan
4: Seneca says the Cigar Draft episode convinced him the only way the Pittsburgh Pirates could be any worse is if you were in charge of their
2: front office and draft. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Moneyball that's how I'm playing this game. Did you see mm-hmm. the movie Muddy Ball, Barry?
4: Yes, great movie.
2: <clears throat> great movie. Better book. True story, right? Yes. So it's not necessarily the best. You're picking the best player. You're picking the best for what you're trying to accomplish.
3: Yeah, I was trying to accomplish having cigars for all times during the day.
2: Yes,
4: if the, if the cigar draft packs were available in the stores <laughs> and only the stores, you would be running away with it. Run away. But I think the people People that that listen listen to to a a podcast podcast
2: are of a different... Because the stores are... By the way, the packs are not available in the stores. Mm -hmm. They're only available online. And the only person that's going to understand it is somebody who's listening to the Cigar Authority. So, yes, I could sell more of these. I'm not going to. It's just going to be the way it is. But it's still... The masses are going to end up taking charge of this thing. So don't hate me after I win. We won't. I'll be actually surprised if it goes any other way. How much, no matter I, who ended up having that pack. How much I hate you is yeah. not going to change
3: based on whether you win or lose.
2: Yeah, <laughs> same amount. See, I'm offended by that. <laughs> and moving on to offense, um, the Cigar Authority uh, show is coming up. Uh, we have cigar slang next week, and Husto Arroyo is going to join us from Aladino. And uh, we're going to talk about slang words that are used in the cigar industry. And hopefully he brings on some slang words that are used in, you know. Right. Honduras. In Honduras. How,
5: how's his English? Okay.
2: Whose style? Yeah. Better than Dave's. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking because
5: I was told, you know, some people have bad English and then yeah. they don't.
2: Care packages are ready to go out?
4: Uh, They finished packing them up yesterday.
2: Okay, so those will go out, and then we have uh, some great shows coming along, and I'll tell you those great shows next week because I don't want to spoil everything.
5: Ted Hughes says I don't think the Moneyball
3: team won a championship.
2: They were in the World Series, though. They didn't win. They won. Well, they they won. So you're
3: playing to come in second (laughs) place.
2: That was the
4: year that uh, Derek Jeter made that great. Pitch throw to get Giambi out at the plate.
2: There we go. Mm-hmm. Who was the person that had quit that team, and he ended up getting the main guy. Giambi had quit the A's, Yes, and then he ended, they end up getting him, and, and they, it cost them much less to have a team like that, because it was a very, very interesting movie. I've, I've mm-hmm. seen it a few times, actually, not for the sports aspect of it, but the business aspect of it. It played out very, very well.
4: The best part of the movie was that actor that played the guy that was in charge of running the analytics. Yes. With the curly hair. Yeah, the, He yeah. was like the hangover or something. I forget yeah, his name.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, he was just a number cruncher guy, mm-hmm. and he said- Is it Jonah Hill? Yes. It might be Jonah Yes, it Hill. was. Yes, it was. You, did you see the movie? I have no idea. Moneyball? <laughs> then why would <laughs> you pick Jonah Hill? I, I didn't. Uh,
3: based it on the description really? that Barry had.
2: Watch Moneyball, not for sports, but watch it. You'll like it. It's a really good movie. Really good. Moneyball. Moneyball. Put that on your list for tonight. Is that what you do at nighttime? What do you do?
4: I work <laughs> at my house. Yeah, no, he watches that other movie that he, he thinks was phenomenal. Yeah, over and over again. Yeah. can't even remember the name of it. It was so bad.
3: Summersby
5: <laughs> I thought it was Bridesmaids or something.
2: <laughs> Bridesmaids was a great movie. Really? You Sun- like that one? Yeah, it was very funny. You'll know half the people in it. you ever see it? No. Oh, there's people in the England and all. Right. Comedians. Um, okay, uh, the number one most offensive brand on the market today, and I see people uh, mention it on the chat thing. You got it right. It is from Toro Fuente. It is an Opus X line, and it is Pussy Juice. Pretty bad, right? <laughs> what, what line was it again? You know what it was. I just want to hear you say it <laughs> <No>. again. <laughs> yeah, no, One, one pretty, and done on that because one. Because <laughs> it's pretty bad, right?
4: You got to say it three times in a row, like Beetlejuice. I'm pussy surprised. Juice, Pussy Juice, Pussy
3: Juice. I'm, <laughs> I'm just surprised that... Smoking ass made it on the list, but LFD's N A S line didn't make it on. which N A S
4: nasty ass shit. Hmm. Oh, I don't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that's what it stood for. Well, now you know. Are you sure? And knowing is half the battle. <laughs> sure? Is that the one? Is that the yeah? Cigar- the vice president
3: of sales texted it. To is me.
4: that the one that's uh, all Peruvian?
3: I, I don't. I don't know the cigar either. I just he texted him. it today. Yeah. Really? Said he would be very offended if it didn't get mentioned.
2: Did you know it before today? No. Well, that's the thing. So nobody knew it. Nobody knew what that meant. Okay. Uh, now everybody knows it. Well, both of the people listening that still still <laughs> listen to this. Uh, most offensive names. Um, but the most offensive names, to top it, was Toro Fuente with three in the top 25. Most offensive brands over and over again was Drew Estate with six in the top 25. Hmm. So those are um, the worst of the worst if you want to say you're an offensive person. But we have honorable mentions and lots of things uh, to get to. But right now, early thoughts on the E.P. Carrillo, short run, short play, and a short guy smoking the cigar. Um, I got to say that there is a vegetable connection to it, that there is cinnamon that's connected to it. Should have been called short bus, then? Short what? Short bus. Short bus? (laughs) That would be even more offensive, offensive, right? (laughs) Which yeah, that's bad right <laughs> If you know what what he means by that, a, a short bus is not an offensive thing, but you're making it offensive. yeah right.
4: I have a knack for that. Yeah.
2: yeah
3: It's a lot more spicy than I expected from a Dominican cigar. He uses Honduran for the first time. yeah there's a lot there's a lot going on there.'
2: Um, it's, it's densely packed, mm-hmm. a lot of complexity. Yet it is um, easy draw.
3: Yeah, it's heavy. It's heavy in the smoke. It's it's a heavy
2: cigar as well. This is an extremely limited release cigar?
4: Yeah. Went, every He did it for a while, maybe like 10 years ago. He did uh, four releases of a short run, and it went away. It came back last year. It used a, I think it was a Habana wrapper. This year's the Connecticut Broadleaf, and we'll see if he continues it next year as well.
2: This is a good cigar. This thing could be popular if he... Kept this cigar yeah. out. I think it, I think it's a winning, winning one. But let's go to break. And when we come back, we have three letters that are probably offensive in the mailbag. Plus, I have the top ten of most offensive places in America. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
4: To learn more about Drew Diplomat,
0: visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General Warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes.
7: Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision. With Miami Cigar and Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Habano wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa which celebrates Nestor's love of big-game animals. These soft, box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours?
6: that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight.
2: Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez.
3: What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are.
4: This is Nicholas Melillo, a.k.a. Nick Aragua, from Foundation Cigar Company. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
2: Oh, yeah, the triumphant return of the Jose Dominguez commercial, if you missed that.
4: Yep, <laughs> Kevin McNamara says he'll be singing it all day. There we go.
2: Uh, we are back, and we're smoking the E.P. Carrillo short run, short play as uh, on our most offensive show to date. Uh, and are we talking offensive? Yes we are. That's Welcome a, back.
3: G- it's a very good after dinner cigar. You got a big meal going on and you need something with big flavor. Oh, this would pair
4: really good with German chocolate cake.
2: Mm. This is a good cigar.
4: Oh, I want cake now.
2: This yeah. is a good cigar. What is it around $10ish? Just there, uh yeah?
4: 869 yeah. for the Robusto, 969 for the Toro, which is called extended play and then uh Gordo is
3: called long play. And then if you um, smoke someone else's cigar by mistake, it's the replay.
5: There you go. Man, Dave, I missed the right drop for this episode. I should have gone with this one.
2: What's going on? This is Robert Kelly from Medfit, Uh Massachusetts, (laughs) and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. I hope they have me back. I think I swore too much he was very offensive <laughs> but it was uh, funny and, yes he was funny and because we're okay with people being offensive sure. and finding it finding the fun out of it which is what it's supposed to be uh, but i have here the top 10 most offensive places in america and we have at number 10 pleasure point california population 6000 people pleasure point california mm-hmm. Uh, And you'll notice that the population is very small on all these places. Number nine coming in is Licking, Indiana. Licking, Indiana. Hmm. 7,611 people live there. Wasn't Larry Bird from French Lick, Indiana? Yes. A lot of licking going on in Indiana. (laughs) (laughs) Number eight is Ballville, Ohio. That's why the population is so low. I'm in (laughs) Ballville, Ohio. Population 5,887 people in Ballville. It's like the same as letter, Kenny. Number seven is Blowing Rock, North Carolina. (laughs) Blowing Rock, North Carolina has 1,292 people. Why isn't there not more people living there? Because it's called Blowing Rock.
4: Maybe tough terrain.
2: Yeah? Why blowing rock? Is the neighboring
4: town Swallowsville? I don't know.
2: (laughs) Number six is Playball, Alabama. Ball play. I'm sorry. Ball Uh, play, Alabama.
5: That's different. Yeah.
2: Ball play, Alabama. Population 1,444 people. Ball play. Sports town? (laughs) I think not. Ball play, Alabama. Number five is Buttsville, Alabama. New Jersey. Buttsville, Aren't New Jersey. Aren't you Jer- from
3: around there, Barry?
4: I, I'm from around there, but I have no idea where Buttsville is. Really?
2: <laughs> Buttsville? I it was Butts Play. Buttsville, New oh, Jersey. Buttsville. Population 194. That's it. Yeah, because it's called Buttsville. <laughs> Some people, you got to be, you know, I want to move to Buttsville. 100 says 194 people. Number four is Climax, Georgia. Hmm. Population 273. Small town. Small town. Once you come, you never want to leave. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Jesus. You should be in the Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they need some... And I, I wonder what the store, the store's names would be. Buttsville Liquor, you know? <laughs> 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 um. Number three is Blue Ball, Pennsylvania. The liquor would be in the front. Poker would be in the rear. Yeah. (laughs) Blue Ball, Pennsylvania. Population 1,097 people in Blue Ball. Number two is Intercourse, Pennsylvania. I had that that as number one. Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Population 1,300 people. Oh, number one is... uh, we're going to hold off on number one. Number one, we'll see if anybody gets it that's on He's there. He's very proud of himself. But let's go to the prizes for the giveaway for the week. Here.
3: This week's email of the week is brought to you by H. Upman Cigars. This week's prize is a coffee mug, a hat, two jet flame lighters, and either lotion or some sort of koozie. I um, hope they do lotion. Or someday. maybe both.
4: This is the last week for this prize. Next week we'll have a new prize. Next set. week will actually be lotion.
3: <laughs> so I have four. Because they were all good coming through here and so I'll just go through them quickly here. The following messages were submitted through the contact us page. Could not save one for next week? The cigar thoughts not how it works. All they right. come in this week. <laughs> That's not how it works. Remember last week they were weak? Yeah. This week they're a little stronger. All right. Cigar draft, Ken writes. Gentlemen, I generally despise anything sports related, especially fantasy sports, since I like girls.
9: but the idea of
3: doing a draft with cigars was intriguing. As it started, I enjoyed Barry trying to lead Dave through the rules like a three-year-old learning (laughs) Monopoly and was secretly pulling for Mr. J to finally eke out a win at something since his meatballs never come close. I was not surprised at all that Mr. J stepped on his crank and sabotaged himself in an effort to ensure that he had his beloved favorite cigar. Oh, well, it looks like Ed put together the winner with Barry in second place, and Mr. J can cap another competition in the L column. In the highly unlikely event that my email submission makes it on the show, may God have mercy on my soul, and Mr. J can keep the lotion. He needs it more than I do.
2: <laughs> so that's Ken. That's Ken, and he doesn't mention me at all. No. That he has... Not even- no,
4: that you had a... You struggled with the rules. Rules.
2: Yeah, you but also- I mean, as far as they, they have... Ed winning. Y'all coming in second place. Yeah, they
4: kind of hinted. I'm Johnny coming last, be last, so you'll, you'll be third. third.
3: And
2: you're in third now, so it's, he's, it's uh, he's actually almost correct, except you have uh, Barry in first, right? now, right? right.
3: Yeah. yeah. Carter writes through the Contact Us page of the thecigarauthority.com. Hello, gentlemen and Mr. J. Here we
2: go.
3: During last week's after show, Maduro Dave was bitching about the 200 boxes <laughs> of TCA Lanceros still on the shelves yeah. and how they would never sell. Furthermore, Dave went on to mention how well ring gauge, uh, large ring gauge, uh, uh, how well large ring gauges sell. Yes. That's when the light bulb went off for the 13th anniversary cigar. 300 big boxes of 13 6x60 cigars. Then, this time next year, Dave can present us all with how much better the larger ring gauge cigars (laughs) sold versus the Lancero. I am by no means a Lancero or large ring gauge fan, but if I had to choose one, I would go with the Lancero any day over the large ring gauges. Keep up the good work.
2: The large ring gauges would sell out a hell of a lot quicker. Yes, they would, as they are with the um, Stadium Series One, which is a 70 ring gauge Candela, and that's selling. It's outselling the Lancero. Of course it is, and and I would never smoke a 70-ring gauge Candela, nor should it even be out on the market, but there it is. So this is the test that's going on, and I do this stuff to myself. I actually set myself up for disaster, but there's a lot going on when these things came out at the same time to actually, let's see what's going to happen here. And it, not only is the 70 ring gauge outselling the Lancero, the packs we did last week are outselling the Lancero. It's Everything's just outselling So I'm Lancero. proving myself right, and I'm costing myself a lot of money to do so, but it's, it's true. Yeah.
3: The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of the cigarauthority.com and Sean writes, draft time. Gentlemen, found your show riveting and a lot of fun. At first, I thought it was going to be a shit show with Dave not getting the draft thing. <laughs> Great selections picked by most of you. I guess my vote was weighed by the flavor profiles. Ed and Barry had to split my vote for a winner. Great selection of favorites and some I haven't tried. Mr. Jonathan, I had to pass on your junk drawer of selections. Dave, I also passed on the Garofalo (laughs) fanboy selections for the mild cigar smoker. Please make this an annual event. Fun and creative. Uh, you bring a new level of creativity and excitement to cigar smoking. Hope you do better on this promotion than you did with the Lancero cigar debacle. There we go. Already uh, true. <clears throat>
5: Dave, Mary, uh, Mario Velasco says on the Stadium 1 series, it's the box, not the candela.
2: Okay. Whatever. <laughs> we made a nice little box for the Lanceros. You ever see a box of Lanceros like that as a tw- 12 count?
3: No. Yeah, Never I just, saw it. It's awesome following message was submitted through the contact us page of the cigar authority.com and scooter writes, hey mr j i hope you are well just a little more fun below to scratch dave where his love of data itches not sure if this email is best suited for this week or next week or never you pick and i hope you have a fantastic friday and weekend cigar draft kings and mr j we are eagerly awaiting the final results of the first 2020 tca cigar draft but truthfully All we really want to know is who will be crowned king and who will come in fourth place again. I should be offended by all this shit. Yes, you should. Since there is still a little bit of time remaining to vote with our wallets, I thought I'd help inform the electorate with a little more Monday morning post-draft quarterbacking. As it turns out, the data pulled from TCA's very own ratings pages give Team Barry a shot in the arm with the highest average rating of 94.375, wow. while simultaneously giving Mr. Jays a kick in the ass, the lowest average rating of 92. Team Barry also has the most unique portfolio of picks. He is a standout in each category. Most premium plus at two, least premium zero, least average premium two, and most value five. Well, Mr. Dark Horse Delightful is a close second with the most average premium at four and the least value one.
4: Hmm. Here's a picture. Three more graph. lines. Oh, yeah.
3: Picture graphs. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so we'll all be bowing down and kissing the ring of Barons on May 7th. Signed, Scooter and the rest of your loyal subjects. P.S. Since Mr. Mister J knows a little more about the Mary in Hail Mary, if he sometime, somehow wins, I'll quintuple the $20 that makes Barry holla and donate a C-note in Jay's name to the charity of his choice. And he attached a graphic.
4: Scooter is my
3: pick because he did some extra work there. Yeah,
4: Scooter has won too many times to get my vote. Uh, I, like to,
3: I like to number
2: one.
4: I like number one, too.
2: Number well, one is Ken. I got to go with Scooter. So you got to tie.
5: So Scooter wins because Jonathan at right, the side Because
2: right. there's second, more information second there. Second in three weeks for Scooter. All right. Yeah, I can't take it away from him because he's he wins he's over working. and over again. He, he's he, working. He huh? deserved it. How do you take it away from a guy that deserves
3: it? I tried. And we're not a radio station. It's, we don't have that rule. You can't win, but every 30. If you're writing good content, which, listen, there were no slouches here. In the, this was a great week for emails. I laughed a couple of times.
2: Fuente used to do a contest, a display contest every year, and you'd set up a display for Fuente Cigars in your store. It could be a window display or in-store display. So the first year it comes out, I participate in it, I win, and I get to go to the Dominican Republic. The next year it comes, they say, if you want to do it again, you can, and I do it, and I win. On the third year, they're setting it up. I'm getting ready to end up doing it. And they come to me and they say, you can participate this year, but you cannot win. Hmm. And I said, wow. And they said, we hope you're going to participate. And I said, absolutely not. <laughs> Why would I participate when I, and not be able to win? They had the contest the next year. Somebody won and they never did it again. Huh. You can't take the guy out because he keeps winning. So he keeps winning.
3: All of my fans out there. Uh, we want to. I want to cost Scooter the hundred dollars. That's my motivation here. So double down on my pack this week and uh, make it so I have to transfer cigars uh-huh. to you Barry. What, you so you guys that-
2: could do whatever you want. I am winning, and I'm not asking for anything. It's just going to win because it's appealing to the masses. It's You're the better appealing pack. to the masses in a cigar store. You're not appealing to the masses who listen to a podcast about cigars. It's a cigar s- store. It's huh. we have. Tens of thousands of people listening to this.
5: Wow. Mario makes a good point. Mr. J is the living definition of a participation trophy.
2: There we go. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not taking it as hurtful, but that's hurtful. (laughs) All right. We're hurting everybody today. I have the top 10 inappropriate city names, and we're down to number one. The number one most inappropriate name for a place in the united states is dick johnson indiana dick johnson indiana population 1421 people it's two penises (laughs) it's dick johnson's twin
6: peaks
2: (laughs) i am not there's 1421 people there one of them is not me i'm not moving to dick johnson
3: make for an interesting conversation if you had to present your license
2: yeah, especially if you had a, a name. Especially
3: that, if your name's Dick Johnson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Richard Hurts.
2: Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Um, honorable mentions uh, we have here. Um, I have down a few of them. Um, Rough Rider, which was uh, in our audience. It's Charlie gave Charlie, it. One Charlie, time. yeah. Charlie said uh, he, he got it before in the care package. He wouldn't even smoke it. Mm-hmm. It's Rough Rider. Rough Rider is a condom. Mm-hmm. It's the name of a condom. Um, and uh, Cigar
4: should have been ribbed. There we go.
2: <laughs> Lost and Found has a brand called Swedish Delight, which is...
3: I'm not looking that up on the Urban Dictionary because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's going to have to do with Cuban Delight.
2: The mm-hmm. Weekary, Cuban Delight. It's delightful. It's delightful. Um there has been um, a little kickback on the Irish car bomb mm-hmm. that came out for St. Patrick's two years ago that mm-hmm. got a lot of grief mm-hmm. that people were insulted by. It's a drink. We had oh. the drinks on the yes, air. Yes, but it, um, apparently is a real thing that people are insulted by murders that took place from uh, literal literal Irish car bombs. What else you got, Barry?
4: Uh, Lars Teton, uh, before he came back with uh, Alec Bradley Distribution, when he had his own distribution out of Pennsylvania, he used to give out a poster at events of his girlfriend Musashi, topless, hmm. in order to get people to buy his cigars. Did it work? I bought a box. You know. <laughs> CAO has Moose Knuckle, which is the male equivalent of a camel toe. You have a brand,
3: Flor de Lorraine. What's that?
4: Lorraine's vagina.
3: What? <laughs> the flower, flower of, of Lorraine. Brain. What the hell were you trying to say? What's Lorraine. Vagina. The the girl Lorraine, the flower of Lorraine, Lorraine is how that is, translates. Is, is the queen the flower yeah. of the queen?
2: Yeah, yeah it's, it's queen. not a so person. It's so it's plus the plus queen's H. vagina. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna say you didn't do that on purpose? <laughs> I have no idea. He's
1: mortified <laughs> right now.
2: <laughs> I thought you thought Lorraine that should have been number person. one. It was the girl's name.
4: And somebody in the chat room said uh, Fario Tago should have been announced uh, because Fairy Fario. Ferry. Ferry, oh.
2: Again, you can find Choke your problems with everything that you're bothered by. Choke your bastard. I mean, uh, you okay, Barry? And <laughs>
6: you know, if people
4: were offended with Irish car bomb, you, you, then the same people should have been upset with Viva
2: Republica's guerrilla warfare. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with the um, Don Diego Playboy. We, we, yeah, Don Diego Playboy, um, there was a penthouse cigar. that came, that came with, in a tube.
4: With a centerfold-type picture.
2: Inside the, the tube. tube of it, was that, that didn't last long either. Uh, we carried it, but it didn't, uh, again, didn't go. But it's time for the Classic Three-Way, brought to you by Classic Cigars.
1: It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic, Classic Cigars. Cigars. Classic cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona and still under $4 for the 6x60. Classic cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic cigars, the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars.
2: Today is April 23rd, and I have three questions and three tiebreakers if needed. And it goes over to Ed Sullivan, still our champion, getting sick of saying it. I'm sick of it. Yeah. Stop (laughs) studying. (laughs) He's not going to be able to figure these out. Um, Okay, over to you first. The first video, which was on YouTube, co-founded Jaws. Kareem's visit to the San Diego Zoo was uploaded on YouTube's website. Approximately one year later, the site had 100 million videos. The first video ever on YouTube was downloaded today. What year?
5: Was downloaded or uploaded? Uploaded. Oh, oh see, that makes a difference.
2: <laughs> I have no idea. Um, two thousand and seven. Two thousand seven. He says. Two thousand three. Three. Nineteen eighty nine. Two thousand three, we'll take it, it's two thousand five. Mr. Jonathan running away with it right at the hate beginning. Him. Yeah. Most people. Well, it's gonna be, be nice something. if he yeah,
5: won something. Once.
2: Mr. Jonathan, the Coca Cola Company introduces new Coke, a reform soft drink meant to replace its flagship beverage due to public outrage, however, the previous version of Coke was brought back as Coca-Cola Classic less than three months later that year. What year? 1980. 80, says. 83. 83. 85. 85 for two points. You knew it, right? Yeah. I bring it up every single year because yeah. it was the year I opened Two Guys Smoke Shop in 1985. And
5: did you learn a valuable lesson from that?
2: Yes. Don't 80- drink Coke. Don't change it. And we're still two guys smoke shop, not two guys cigars. And we're not a smoke shop. We're just yeah. a cigar store. But I didn't change it. No. Uh, because bad you, things Because could
5: you want people to come in and say, you got vape every day. I don't. I
2: hate that. <laughs> but Okay, we have two points for Ed Sullivan. Zero for Barry and one for Mr. Jonathan. One question left, Barry. One point will tie, and we have tiebreakers. The American band, the Ramones, which was hugely influential. In the Rise of Punk Rock on Both Sides of the Atlantic Ocean, released its enormous debut album today. What year was that? 1975. 75, he says.
4: 1977.
2: 77. 1969. 69. 75 will take it because it was 76. God it damn He said it. 77, Ed, so Barry gets a point. But I still win. But you still win. Ed wins 2-1. to one. To one, and that is it. That is it. Is it really? Is it really? Are you, have you been um, bothered by today's show? Are you uh, looking I mean, at it as a as I'd offensive? say no
5: more so than usual. No more
2: than usual. Yeah. And should we, as the Cigar Authority, be telling these... Manufacturers, not to put offensive names on cigar brands. No, they have
4: their right to do of it.
2: Of course. And if it sells and it's working for you and it doesn't hurt, it shouldn't hurt your, your company at all. Does it hurt the brand of there? Maybe some people are going to say, I'm not getting that. But you're going to, it's the same chance you
3: get someone saying, okay, that looks interesting. I'm, I'm that guy. I'm going to buy it. It's you got a 50/50 shot there.
2: it's just hearing people offensive offended by certain things and other things they're okay with. I'd say just leave that up to your own self and certainly don't bring it into talking negative on the internet or to to masses about it. You 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 make the vote by your wallet.
8: Mm-hmm. Believe
2: me if people stop buying one of these names, because they were offended by it, they would stop making it because that's the best way to show your outrage of it. You just don't buy it. And you you buy a whole bunch of them. The company's going to say, while that worked, well, let's come up with the next one that's offensive. Believe me, they're not looking at it as offensive. They're looking at it as, as Barry says, clickbait or purchase bait. Sure. Right? It's there. I got to try what this thing says.
3: And for the after show Wednesday, we have Hasib... Abu Zaki reached out to us through the contact us page, trying to take you to task on uh, your stance on the CRA.
2: Well, you're going to hear it. You're going to hear and it. So.
5: Ken Tyler says, happy weekend, lady and
2: gents. They talk negatively about you all the time. Are you seriously offended by it? No. Not at all. Doesn't bother you at all. You're playing, you're playing nice. You know, it's a, a running joke. And That's it. I'm short and fat. You are what kills me is that
3: you and Barry can both talk about your weight, but as soon as I do, you guys get a little butthurt. You say it all
2: the time. Every, whatever I'm eating in there, you walk in there, I'm trying to enjoy a cheeseburger, and you've got you to gotta tell me how many nitrates. You, eat, you read all the, the calorie counts on everything I eat. You always you, do yeah, it. I was
4: enjoying this bison jerking. What's the first thing he does? Looks to see what's in it. Yeah, Who cares? Enjoy life
2: yeah, read it. There's nothing bad
4: in it Everything in those jerkies is good Alright then put a meat stick in your mouth Maybe after the show oh.
2: <laughs> Alright next week there is slang For cigar people That p- cigar people know And regular people have no idea what it means Cigar people can speak English, but throw in these terms that some people cannot follow the conversation. We have our own language, as it turns out. It's cigar slang. And joining us will be Justo Aroa from Aladino Cigars. So until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
3: And it's quite possible that you learned something today which makes you The Cigar Authority.